it's important to understand that hoarding is not just about obsessively storing objects. Sometimes it's obsessively storing false identities or expectations or self-limiting beliefs. Guys, it was Gucci. Happy Mental Health Awareness Month uh, still. <laughs> and we're just going to continue this for the rest of our lives. Welcome to the Bear Brain Podcast, where the goal is to rise above it all, stay elevated, create that infinity up here. You, I'm your host, Isaiah. And today, I was, um, I was talking to a client, and we got on the topic of emotional hoarding. It was just like a concept that I was thinking about because, you know, when we when we think about hoarders, you know, remember that TV show Hoarders where they walked into a person's house and they just had all this stuff there. And it was like overwhelming to see. I could never watch that show, but I would see commercials and the commercials were not <laughs> they were not uh, they didn't ask me permission to show up on my TV first. They just blindsided me. And I'm like, whoa. But um you know, when we think of hoarders, we think of people that are very, like, nasty, unkept. The hygiene is just, like, deplorable. But there's more to that. First of all, I want to shout out all my subscribers, uh, my Patreon subscribers out there. Thank you for, for being uh, patrons. And my Apple subscribers. I didn't realize how many subscribers I had because Apple doesn't tell me. <laughs> it doesn't give me the names like Patreon does. So I want to thank you guys for supporting this podcast. That's insane. And if you want to shoot me an email at at gmail.com and just let me know your name so I can shout you out properly. Because I'm always able to shout out the Patreon subscribers and I don't want the, you know, the flight club to think that, oh yeah, he's just like not, you know, putting us on. Um, that's not the case at all. Like I want to... I want to name the names, right? I, I love, you know, giving credit where the credit is due, especially since you guys are pouring into me the same. So that's the least that I can do. So thank you, first of all. Yeah, if you want if you want some some recognition, I'll shout you out. Just shoot me an email, okay? Um, allergies are starting, so bear with me. It's It's so funny. Like, I'm good up until I start recording, and then my face just gets weird, <laughs> but, um, hoarding, let me read the definition for you in terms of what hoarding is. And there's two different ways to spell hoarding and they mean different things, but interestingly enough, it's cool. So, uh, hoard H O A R D can be a noun or verb referring to a supply of something kept hidden away or the act of collecting and storing set supply. A hoarder is usually someone who obsessively and unnecessarily keeps things they do not need. Hoard 
H-O-R-D-E, on the other hand, refers to a large group of loosely organized people, <laughs> which is funny. But um, when it comes to hoarding, you know, again, when we say somebody's a hoarder, it's like, oh, man, you keep you keep all these things that you don't need. Right. And what are you holding on to it for? Why can't you just throw it away? Not realizing that usually when someone is a hoarder, there is a uh, it's it's usually stemming from some kind of um, traumatic events. And if there's any licensed professionals out here listening, please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. But, you know, when someone hoards, um, it's usually a fear of um, a fear of scarcity, a fear of loss of control, a fear of abandonment, right? A fear of loss, okay? All these things are usually encompassing uh, someone who hoards to one degree or another. And, you know, if you don't hoard physically, you look at that person as kind of wacky. Like this person's just hoarding things. What's going on? And sometimes there, it's a little bit deeper, 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 a little bit deeper where the person themselves just mentally are not well, like the mental stability is just not there. And, you know, their external environment represents that. You know, there is this concept I apply to my life and I forget where I heard it, but it's like clean one corner of your room, clean one corner of the room. And what that means to me and how I apply it is that when I feel like there's so much happening or I'm trying to do so much or I'm just like, I'm just depleted, I'm at an all-time low, I clean one corner of the room. Sometimes that's a literal corner of my room um, because I, I, I keep a clean space. Like that's the only way I can think. <laughs> I like to keep a clean space and a clean, peaceful house. Um, so when things are out of sorts, I recognize something's going on. So I'll literally clean one corner of the room or cleaning a corner of the room also looks like um, kind of unraveling something that's been puzzling me or doing one hard thing that I feel resistance to. Like if it's posting a video, right? I know... I post pretty consistently. Um, that's not always easy for me, right? I know I do the podcast consistently. Sometimes that's a challenge for me too, right? But I do it um, because I know that one, this matters to me. Two, I'll feel good afterwards. I'll feel I'll feel accomplished, right? And um, it just helps keep it. It keeps you on some level of discipline, but also some level of trajectory and catharsis. And I'm not saying that it gets better overnight, but I am saying that it changes, right? If you take a look at your external environment, that's going to tell you sometimes a lot of what's going on in your, uh, in your internal world. And some people are very good at keeping a clean space, but internally it's complete chaos, right? Everything is a mess. It's a war zone. Right. So hoarding is not just about your physical space and what you what you keep emotional hoarding. Right. Let's talk about it. Mental hoarding. Right. Consistently holding on to these beliefs obsessively. 
because you're so used to having them and you don't want to let them go because they've been your security blanket, right? Hoarding certain unhealthy relationships obsessively because you, you know, you, you don't want to let this go and you fear if you don't have this, then you have nothing, right? Hoarding, self-limited beliefs, and like believing that you're not good enough and, and constantly believing that and finding ways to reinforce it. We all have a cavity, y'all. Right? We all have a cavity. We all have an Achilles heel. Some people are just a little bit better at hiding it. Right? They wear longer socks. <laughs> Some people never wear socks. So therefore you can see their Achilles. And I was just thinking about that, you know, when I was when I was talking to my client, the concept of emotional hoarding, because we don't always realize it. You know, think about if you are obsessing over somebody who has shown you that they don't have the capacity to show up in your life the way that you need. So instead of accepting that, you obsess in that and try to figure out what it is you're doing wrong and how can you either minimize yourself or help them more so they can help themselves and in turn if they help themselves they'll be able to be what you need them to be and that in itself is hoarding a false sense like a, a, a false relationship if you will because if you release that right then you have the truest relationship with this other person and sometimes that relationship doesn't look like what we desire and that can be disappointing so we hoard instead right we hoard the things that we want to keep and it wears on you it's smothering right it's constricting Think about it. Constantly waiting on somebody to do better and better being relative to what it is that you define as better. Um, you become a hoarder. Right. In a lot of ways, you're just as unhealthy as that other person. OK. I love kind of holding up the mirror. I love that. The reason why is because it allows freedom. Taking an uncomfortable look at yourself and not necessarily seeing anything ugly. You know, it's not about seeing things ugly. It's just about seeing you. And if you can accept how dynamic of a person you are and also how rigid of a person you are, <laughs> then it will give you insight into other people. Wanting somebody to be better than their willingness to do better forces you to start hoarding. <laughs> You become a hoarder because you spend your time obsessing 
and collecting these little things that will hopefully um, create the narrative that you're seeking. And it doesn't do anybody good, right? It doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve the other person. Why? Because you have these expectations of this person and you have this desire for yourself and neither one to some degree are realistic. And don't get me wrong. It's painful. It's hard. You know, sometimes it's hard to accept that. Oh, man, this 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 just may not be it. (laughs) You know, this just may not be it. And what do I do with that, right? Well, you have a garage sale. <laughs> you know, you give these things away or you just dump them because truthfully, a lot of the things that you're holding on to mentally and emotionally don't do anybody good. So you take it out, you know, you trash it. If you were to look around your space right now, what does it look like? Is it clean? Is it tidy? Is it disheveled? Do you feel comfortable in it or do you feel kind of like disturbed a little bit? How is your mental health right now? Do you know? Right? Or do you hoard unhealthy habits, unhealthy coping mechanisms to avoid taking a good look at yourself? And you know what's funny? When we are good at avoiding ourselves, we will avoid people who also um, encourage us to be with ourselves. They want to be with us, but they also want us to be with ourselves to some capacity. And we don't always want that, right? So sometimes we'll hoard relationships that don't encourage us to look at ourselves because we're too focused on them, right? Everybody's guilty in that space if you think about it, right? If you're going around saying that, oh yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, I can't find any emotionally available people, um, not just romantic, obviously friends too. Like, oh yeah, my friends, uh, this person is not emotionally available, they always avoid when when we talk about things or deep stuff. It's like, all right, cool. So by them avoiding their stuff and you persisting that relationship where they're avoiding themselves and in turn avoiding you, you're hoarding a relationship that does not do you any good. If anything, it reinforces this idea that your needs don't matter and you're willing to put them aside for somebody else's needs who also, while they may need it in the grand scheme, it's beneficial to them. They don't want it. Some people don't want to get better because getting better will require, again, me letting go all of this stuff that I think that I need. And sometimes we, we, we store so much obsessively that it's just like, we don't even realize that we have these things because we keep collecting more along the way. And then, you know, things get suppressed, (laughs) things get compressed and you eventually end up 
depressed or stressed. Stress spelled backwards as desserts, by the way. <laughs> Think about what it is that you're holding on to that doesn't work for you. And you'll know because you'll feel... Mm, there's this 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 uh, this ease that comes with the recognition that something needs to be changed and adjusted. Um, and there is also this moment of peace that happens too. And it happens to me a lot, right? When I accept so so one one thing that I do too is I, I do this uh, this what now? kind of mindset I have um, when it comes to things that I'm troubled by. I say, all right, what now? Because usually if we are confused or we don't know, we always know. We just don't know if we're ready to make the decision that's necessary because a lot of times that decision looks like us stepping back or accepting a truth. Right, So we say, I don't know, because I don't know could kind of keep us chewing on things or keep us in limbo without having to make a decision. But if you, you know, let's say you have a certain thought in your head about something. Let's say, all right, I'm not good enough. All right, well, what now? You truly believe that you're not good enough, right? All right, cool, what now? What happens after that point? It's so good to kind of move past that point. And I've talked about this before. Right? What now? Or I don't feel supported in this relationship. Okay. What now? What now? What are you going to do about it? And truth be told, like I said, some people don't want to get better. They're not ready to. And that's something I've realized too. Because you can say all you want that you want to do these things or you should do these things, whatever. But like, what does the action on that look like? I want you to ask yourself this week, what am I hoarding? Even if it's not a physical thing, what might I be hoarding in my life? Because I'm afraid that if I let it go, <laughs> I'll be without. And truth be told, when you let certain things go, you let certain beliefs go, right? You release this idea that you're not good enough or you release this idea that um, someone is eventually going to be what you need, Um Despite what they've shown you, if you accept how you feel, right? All of this is a releasing of a false reality. Which means that when you do that, you have freedom and you can embrace a different kind of peace, but also open, you, you, you make room for new things, yeah, sometimes the new things look looks like uh, the the old thing in a different form. But if you can catch yourself, and you understand, well, what is it that I'm seeking? What is it that I'm perpetuating? What is it that I'm trying to gain slash relive? It changes things for you, yes?
right? And the limiting beliefs that we have sometimes comes from a parent or a guardian or somebody who we looked up to that said certain things. And now we're hoarding that belief system because in our heads, that's a part of our identity. And truth be told, it is not. At any given point in time, you can release the idea that you are a thing that someone said you should be. I just had a, 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 and it's a funny thing. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm talking to my buddy about it, but just had a very interesting realization that, you know, uh, who you are sometimes and how the world receives you may be very different than what you've been told for a while. And that could go either way. For me, it was positive. <laughs> For me, it was a positive, but also a very funny, funny positive. Um, I love my friends because we have a sense of humor um, that really kind of turns life on its head. Uh, and it's 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 witty. It's hard to explain. I mean, you guys know this. You, you know, if you have certain friends that you're close to and you're safe with, just how you guys communicate is this 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 thing. It's this own like uh, mystique, you know what I'm saying? And it's fun, but also it has a lot of clarity in it, to say the least. And yeah, I was having some conversations and, you know, I I am able to release certain things now. Um, I had a very interesting, uh, intentional conversation with a buddy. And, you know, just by them saying certain things to me, I was able to release certain things. You have room. You just got to clean a corner and pay attention to when that corner gets cleaned, whether it's literally or, you know, metaphorically, how you feel and what life starts to look like for you. But you got to clean up. Right? You got to make the effort. Yeah, it may be frustrating in the moment, but fuck it. Throw on some music and get the cleaning. Right? Right. If you say you want to be better, you're going to have to do things differently. And that's just what it is. Okay? I hope this episode was helpful to you guys, but I hope it forces you to kind of pay attention to what your external environment looks like and also how it... uh uh, one projects, but also reflects back your internal, your internal world. Okay. What limiting beliefs am I hoarding? What fears am I hoarding? What false relationships am I hoarding with others? Right. What do I need to release and let go of in order for me to have peace of mind and, and be more susceptible and available to healthier relationships? That means I got to have a healthier relationship with myself. We can't hold people to a higher standard that we ourselves don't hold ourselves to. Okay. And recognize being in an emotionally available relationship looks like also being held accountable. Right. It's just not somebody who's talking about their feelings <laughs> and being sensitive. It also looks like somebody who will likely call you on your shit. People forget that. Right. We want somebody to be sensitive and talk about their feelings, but... If it comes to them telling us how our behavior affected their feelings, that's different. Or them telling us, hey, this is something that you do. 
becomes very different, right? <laughs> Everything has a balance, right? As above, so below. I think that's how it goes. So that's all I got for you, yeah? Keep checking in on your mental health. Keep checking in on your people's mental health. Um, you know, a little goes a long way. And listen, as someone who who um, works with people in their mental health, um, I'm reminded and I'm humbled just how impactful little things are to the improvement of someone's world altogether. And I do not take that lightly. I think it's such a beautiful thing and the ability for me to be able to show up in those spaces and, you know, and honor people and, and, and walk with them on their journey as I'm walking on mine, I think is amazing. And it's just a reminder that you never have to be fully healed <laughs> to be a healing component for someone else. And you don't have to be fully healed for other people to value you. But working on your healing... It goes a long way. All right. So with that being said, I hope you guys take care of yourselves. Yes. I hope you guys uh, take care of each other. And again, I just want to shout out everybody who's been supporting this podcast. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Um, you can subscribe if you're a Spotify user. You can now subscribe on Spotify too. And um, there's Q&As available on Spotify as well. Spotify for podcasters. So like under each episode, like you can comment if you want to. The spirit moves you. It's dope. It's good stuff. Um, I am accepting new mental health coaching clients. Um, yeah, I have open availability for, for some new clients. And yeah. Like I said, I'm always down to do the work with somebody who's willing to work with me. Okay, and do the work for themselves. Yes. So yes, uh, take care of yourselves. Yes, take care of each other. And as always, take flight, y'all.